Welcome the Oasis to the Oasis, Oasis Islands. Islands. It's the Oasis. I so Welcome to the Oasis. The Oasis Island. Welcome the best Oasis. islands in the world. All right, so. This week's episode is about whether or not sharing really is caring. Mm-hmm. And what we mean by that is, go ahead and elaborate. When you like to share and mm-hmm. you have people that are takers. Yeah. Where's the boundary? They take advantage of you. They take, take, take. You feel drained. And this thing that you like to give to the world, this little This little gift, this little token, your way of showing love just gets taken advantage of and overindulged on. And then it's just like, I want to be selfish. I want to be stingy, but I can't be that because I need to show love. It's getting very personal. Welcome. this kind of stuff starts at the beginning so we're gonna kick it back to when you're in like preschool Mm -hmm. this is like maybe even kindergarten when you start learning manners and stuff and the first thing that you always learn is guys if you don't share it that's not nice or if you don't give your toys away to somebody else even though you had them first and you wanted them to be with you only suddenly you're the bully you are the villain if you don't want to just participate with others at that moment what's that about right and you want to know since we're on the topic of bullying (laughs) i just want to jump right in and say bullying is serious Mm -hmm. you know what i mean it is serious but sometimes if that what cam did is a bully you need to be it you know what i mean yeah like come on (laughs) not always now don't steal people's lunch money and jump them just because but i'm just saying set that boundary early on boundaries is not not caring and that gets carried over into adulthood a lot boundaries Mm -hmm. is not not caring okay and it's actually really offensive when you don't respect somebody's boundaries and then they can't trust you and then there's no us if there's no trust again this is a very personal episode for us um it hits right to the core, you know, because we're taught this from such a young age. Like, yes. oh, if you're not somewhat of a pushover, then again, you're just not a nice person. And that's not the case. We want to set that boundary starting today that it's OK that if you have something and somebody else asks for it, you can say no. The magic word is no. And I can still have love for you at the end of the day. You're the okay. villain. You are the villain. Girl, I remember one time in preschool, somebody really tried to take my fish sticks. <laughs> and I almost fought that bitch at an early age. I'm not going to lie. Sometimes you have to beat a bitch down because when I was younger, that's when I would beat bitches down. They needed to be beat. Anchor they weren't getting, They were not getting it at home. So somebody had to do it and I was going to step up to the plate. I was ready and one willing. Time, I... And this is going along with sharing is caring and the anti-bullying thing because I do feel as a child, people kind of tried to bully me. I was, Mm -hmm. you know, always shorter than everybody else. Still shorter than everyone else. Like, hush. I was very, (laughs) like, skinny. I was like a little noodle. Mm -hmm. So it was like, yeah, people really thought they could 
step to me and I had to throw them bows. Yeah, because they just they think that they can take your uh, your stuff, right? Or like intimidate you or something like that. Yes. Like I remember mm. this one girl. Oh my god, why is this like the fucking Rosa Parks situation? Rosa White Parks. girl on the on the bus. The bus? Me. Yeah, she wanted me to move because she wanted to sit next to her friend or something and I said no mm. and she got mad at me and she spit on me and I beat that bitch's ass and then I got Girl, suspended. she spat on you? She spat on me and then I beat her up and I got suspended from the bus for like five days and my parents had to drive me. She spit. In my face. If y'all spit on me. Yeah. No, you're getting it to the throat. Like I'm going to deck you <laughs> right in your trachea. And I was like, I was like a second grader, but I knew that disrespect. No. I knew that was some blatant disrespect. <laughs> That's like so, when that girl Pumpkin spat on New York in yes. Flavor of Love. And she wanted to beat that bitch up. Yes. Sometimes you need to beat a bitch ass. And you know what? That might be the name of this episode. <laughs> Sharing is caring slash when to beat a bitch ass. <laughs> I'm sorry, kids. That's good. You don't always need to cuss to get your point across. But no. these situations right here, it's warranted. People try you. People try you. And you got to let them know you are not to be tried, even in preschool. Yes. That's the moral of our story. And so in that sense, sharing is caring. Because when you share that knuckle sandwich, it's showing that you care about yourself. I'm, I care about your character later on. So I'm going to humble you now. Sharing is caring, y'all. You've heard it here first. And as you get older, you start getting more of a voice when it comes to your things like with your parents with if you have siblings that's when it really gets bad because now you have another little person that sees that you have something and they have easy access to it they're right next door they're one room over so they're gonna trickle in your room they're gonna take your earrings your favorite t-shirt your nintendo they might mm -hmm. even break it has that ever happened to you well, I'm on the opposite side of the spectrum. Oh, yeah, so you're I the I am the little sibling and me and my sister are like 7 years apart. I feel like I didn't have many years at home with her because she was already mm. 7 when I was born and then 10 years later, yeah. I only had 10 years with her. Dang. But um I guess that's a long time compared to a lot of people like How was your experience sharing your stuff with your sister though? Cuz me and my sister, we used to we were really tussling even over the remote. It'd be like small things that we just could not share. Um, so for me, I was the youngest one and I just feel like I can only speak from that perspective. And I feel like, yeah, I know I was annoying as fuck. Like I know I was so annoying because I wanted to go everywhere with my sister. I know she was getting annoyed. I just, looking back now, I'm like, oh, I know that was so annoying. But um, as far as clothes, we never shared clothes because mm. we didn't have the same style at all. And then also, like, she was just way bigger than me always. So she didn't have anything tempting in her room? Mm, I used to want to sleep in her room all the time, and she would get really mad about that. Oh, you can't share a bed? Yeah, I was kind of like that with my sister. Like, I didn't even want to share a hug with my sister at times. What? And that's so yeah. crazy because you and your sister are so close now. Yeah, now we're like best friends. Yeah. Shout out, Kyla. I oh. like I shouted you out on the podcast. Don't come for me no more. She always oh, gets mad at me. Yeah, you told me. I heard, girl. Mm -hmm. When you're growing up with a sibling, I feel like that little boundary line gets very blurry. 
Yes. Yeah, because I could FaceTime my sister right now, and she probably got one of my T-shirts on that I just totally forgot about. And then whenever I go to my mom's house, it's like, that's my house. Her room is my room, you know? That's my mom. Like, you birthed me. I can't go into your bathroom. I agree. What's my mom's is mine also. Mm -hmm. But not the other way around. Nope. When your mom is pregnant with you, you guys exchange like cells that like are carried in both of your bodies for the rest of your lives. Ooh, that's like so you both crazy. have them. Yeah, she definitely need to put up with me then. And my mom, <laughs> you be acting like I am a random on the side of the street <laughs> instead of your daughter. It doesn't matter that I'm older. Mm -hmm. Okay, it's really feeling like you're being ageist. Like I still want dinner when I come to visit you. And I need a snack for when I get back on the road, too. Yes. And also, I need you, know? you to have some food for me when I get there, Mom. We just need some snacks. Yes. And an allowance. Like, what What happened to the, the allowances? I don't know. Like, I don't know. You, when you signed up to be a mom, you signed up for a lifelong experience. Yeah. So sharing is caring. Sharing your wallet is caring to me. Especially now, because we got bills. Like, I have real stuff to pay for. Help me. Another crowd of people that you'll find yourself sharing with is your friends, of course. Of like, course. When y'all have a girl's night, you probably share face mask, nail polish, and stuff like that. Yeah. Or you go to dinner, you may split the bill and share a little bit. Even, I don't know what else, clothes, if you're really, really close. But then, again, you got to set that boundary because people get a little too comfortable in your space. Yeah, and um, I'm not very confrontational, so it's very hard for me to, like, voice in the moment, that. voice it. And then I'm just, like, getting annoyed about it because I'm just like, mm -hmm. how do you not know this is making me uncomfortable even though I'm literally acting completely normally? Why don't you read my mind right now and see that I'm upset? You know what I'm saying? You're not doing it. It's really hurting my feelings. And now we're about to not be friends because you don't realize 85% of communication is nonverbal. Mm, Figure language. it out. Yeah, I think it is sometimes hard, especially when you're really, really close to certain friends to draw the line of like, okay, yeah, you can't just be touching my stuff like that because you get really comfortable with that person and you probably have the same kind of privilege that your friend is giving you or that you're giving your friend of like using their stuff freely so when is the line to where you need to draw that is where I kind of struggle with too because I'm known as the friend like oh if I got something I'm probably bringing it for everybody you know so it's gotten to a point to where you can just ask me for what you know I probably have and I'll just hand it over to you like it's no big but sometimes I'd be like if I'm running low on something and my little supplies are just dwindling and I still get caught up like giving away my stuff it hurts a little bit right because that's money that I have to put back into something that I could have had a little bit longer if I wasn't sharing so much but if if you're sharing to a point where you're feeling a sense of drain and not even if it's like needing money, even if it's like an mm. emotional drain, if there's any sort of drainage mm. that you're feeling, you're sharing too much and you are not caring. Mm. 
about yourself. Yeah, because if you're just oversharing and, like, giving too much of yourself and there's no reciprocation, see, that's where I'm lucky. Like, all my friends, we're, we're pretty close, so even though I, like, give myself out freely, I know my friends will, like, I can ask them for something and I'm probably, they're going to let me borrow that or use something, you know? Right. So at least there's some exchange there. Some people, it's just them constantly giving themselves. And then that's when you have that draining that you were talking about and just feeling used. How do you not know you are overindulging on me? Like, how Mm -hmm. do you, like, to me, it's like maybe they know... I don't really like conflict, so oh, do they don't have to face it. They're kind of manipulating, like, your personality. Maybe, like, taking advantage of. Oh, taking advantage of. That's a yes. good term. Well, for most people, I don't think of it like that. Mm-hmm. Or And, like, when I get, like, a glimpse of that, um, it only takes one time, baby, and I learn real quick. Cool. Yeah, sometimes people are really just blind to it, though. Like, maybe in their perspective, it was like, okay, well, if they really liked my thing, I would give it to them, so this is okay for me. Right. And to assume that, you're going to lead yourself down these little sticky situations because yes. sometimes that other person isn't that confrontational, like you said, and then it's just going to fester and stuff, and then it's going to create this kind of tension for y'all every time. Right. Yeah. Exactly. I So the story that I have is I went out once with some friends. We went to this restaurant, mm-hmm. and it was a good time. One friend specifically was like, oh, I don't like, we're going to say, truffle fries, for example. I don't like truffle fries. So um, another friend and I, we ordered truffle fries for ourselves, and there's like maybe like five of us mm-hmm. at this restaurant. They, um, the person that doesn't like truffle fries is like, I haven't had them in a while. Can I try a truffle fry? Mm -hmm. And you're like, sure, go ahead. And they end up eating a third of the truffle fries. And you're just looking like, why are you eating all my fries? (laughs) You said you didn't like them. You're not going to pay for them. I wasn't planning on sharing them with you. I was planning on eating more. Yeah. And it's just like, how do you not know that you seriously need to stop eating my truffle (laughs) fries right now? You have literally had 58 of the truffle fries that you don't like. Mm. Why? And so I probably, so, oh, well, so I didn't say anything. Yeah. I didn't, I was just like, okay, noted. And now I know when I order some food at the restaurant with that person maybe i won't order an appetizer i will just get my entree maybe i won't order anything i can maybe i'll order some soup like something i can't put myself in a position for that to happen again when i could literally just communicate like hey um you just said you want to try them or like hey do you want to like put in for them or something like that yeah like be more insistent on oh do you want to put some money down if you want to like get this together right or just skip the whole offering part because i always do feel obligated when people if they offer their food to me to try but i'm like keeping to myself because i just want to like enjoy my food Mm -hmm. then i feel like i have to also be like okay yeah do you want to try some of mine too but i'm also the friend that if i'm over at your house or something and i see you kind of got something good i may want to try like a little piece so sharing is caring yeah i mean for but me don't sharing is caring. overindulge 
Right. I like being a host. I do like being a, ho a host. But it's like if I'm having a gathering at my place and I have food out for us to eat and you're going through my cabinets and you're like, oh, can I have your kettle chips? Fuck no, you yeah, can't have like my kettle chips. You're doing too much. You're doing too much. No and one I'm you're gonna doing too much. I'm going to say yes because I don't like confrontation, but I'm going to be annoyed and I'm going to act different about like around See, you. I think I'm pretty good about stuff like that like certain things i can't really say no to because i'm just used to being that person to give it out but with like food items i'm very good at kind of like working around that like if i already have something set out i'll be like girl can you just enjoy what's there first and then i'll just laugh it off but in reality i'm like you don't need to be doing that right you know? right i already have something laid out don't go digging in my home yeah and like in my house like through my stuff at least ask first like if you just want to look for something but just recognize that this is mine at the end of the day it's not your house like you are welcomed here but it's not your stuff right yeah. you know people they learn that from somewhere so maybe there's something in their childhood that is connected to that Maybe their parents never said no. And I was just talking about how I'd be going through my mom's stuff, but there's also the sense of, I know what I need to ask my mom for and what I know I can just go on and do. Like, I know that I can just sleep in her bed, but I'm not gonna just go around and use all of her expensive perfume, you know? Mm -hmm. I'm gonna ask because it's like a special item. I feel like I'm pretty similar to you and my parents really didn't say no to me. Mm. so maybe i'm thinking it's the opposite oh like they had too much restriction so yes. now they're like oh i can finally do all these things yes mm. i could see that too because then you finally like make friends and you're like oh i don't have anybody always in my face being negative but they want to share with me yeah that's just kind of sad but still just know that no matter how close you are to somebody recognize that there is still a boundary, a line not to cross. Like there's some sort of etiquette that you just need to be aware of. I think it is literally just mindfulness. That is the key. Mindfulness. mindfulness. But the thing is. Mindfulness is the key to sharing. I Mindfulness is the key to sharing. And mindfulness is the key to knowing when you should share. Because you don't always need to share as said. Yeah. Like, if there are people that are taking advantage of you, you have to stop sharing with them. Yeah. Well, oversharers are usually just, like, people pleasers. And that's mm -hmm. also due to Trauma. the childhood thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like, they feel like they have to give you these things in order to get positive reinforcement from you. So, help your friends that, like, give too much of themselves to love themselves enough to not overextend everything that they have. I think that we should get into boundaries in a relationship as well because that's kind of another thing where boundaries are blurred. able to get blurred. Yeah, yeah, blurred for sure. Especially, that's why whenever the topic of when would you move in with your partner comes up, to me, I want us to still have like separate rooms. I want my stuff to have its own home within our home. Mm. You know, because we're coming together, but... I still have my things in a certain way that I like to live and not everything needs to mix in my opinion. I don't think I would do it, but I can see where you're coming from is what I should probably say. Mm -hmm. And you've always said this, you've always been like, I want to have my own room. I want to have my own room. Tried and, and true. I was always like, 
sure like sure you would like <laughs> you're gonna want to sleep next to that person every single day mm. but I think that you probably would want to sleep by yourself like Sometimes knowing, I knowing would. you in a relationship mm-hmm. I can say you probably actually do want your own room and that's the thing I don't mind us sleeping in the same bed and stuff like you can always come over to my room fall asleep <laughs> I can go over to your room fall asleep with you if you fall asleep first but I just do I think a certain level of separation with everything is healthy Oh, so are you saying, like, y'all can sleep in each other's rooms, but y'all just genuinely have your own room? Yeah. Oh, that's actually a really good idea. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You still have your own closet. Like, you can still get ready. You can still wake up with that person, but I I want another theme for my space. You can have a theme for your space, and then we never have to really compromise on what we like because we can have both things. One big one that I've personally never been a fan of is people putting all of their money together. You know, mm. sharing is caring. And I understand the importance of having a joint bank account. Like I would have that for bills and stuff right. and our children, but I would never just merge all of my finances with my partner. Yeah, I absolutely, that is ridiculous. I would never in a million years do that. Yeah, I need to make sure that I still have something outside of us too. Yes. To fall back on just in case. I would absolutely never do that. Oh my gosh. Yeah, especially when you get a divorce and you don't even know what's what. Mm-hmm. Girl, I'm not dealing with all that extra paperwork just to say <laughs> I got some bread, you know? I'm not. If we lived together, we would have to just have one day by ourselves, not saying we need to like go stay in a hotel, but like. I need to go to the spa for the whole day or I need to go to get out of the house. I need to be away from you for at least a day. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Because I work from home and I just can really see myself working from home for the rest of my life. Yeah. And what if you work from home? It's just too much like in your face. Yes. And I just came off a vacation from being with uh, my significant other for like five days and it's all fine and dandy. But there are times where you just, I wish I was by myself. Yes. Yeah. So it's like we said, it's important to have a good little separation period Mm -hmm. just so you can still appreciate each other and not just be annoyed. That's so sharing your space is caring, but your space all the time. Not so much. Here's the question. Do you keep a mental list? of who owes you things like when you know that you've done something pretty nice for people and you can be honest like I know some will keep like okay I did this for her or him last week so hopefully they got me this week if something comes up like do you kind of keep a small tally no I don't do that exactly but I will say if somebody does something nice for me I remember to do it back for them Mm. but if I do something nice for someone just out of the kindness of my heart, I'm not like, hopefully they got me next week. Like I actually don't mind if like you can't get it for me next week. Like it's not a big deal. I just, I had it right now and I wanted to share it mm. just out of kindness. Yeah. I think I'm the same way. I don't like to keep tallies cause that kind of irritates me. Like the worst thing that you can do is do something for me and then throw it in my face mm. when I 
when you feel like I'm not reciprocating or before I get the chance to do something else for you and you're like, well, I did this for you, so I was hoping that you could do that for me. Or like when people are asking me for a favor, right. I hate when they started off like that. Because it's so disingenuous. Yeah. It's like you're not actually being kind. You just want something in return. You're being an opportunist. Yeah, exactly. Like you just wanted me to owe you something so that you could come back and get something from me later. I don't even want to ask you for anything after that anymore. Mm-hmm. I hate I hate that. I think that's one of my pet peeves overall, just from people. Yeah, that's a really good pet peeve because mm-hmm. if somebody really did that to me, you can, like, I would never allow them to do something nice for me again. They give me yeah. a birthday gift, I would be like, take that shit back. Yeah, I'll be like, don't We're worry about it. We're not doing gifts. Do not worry <laughs> about me. Maybe I, I guess I have had a couple situations like that. And I always became a different person with that person see i've been really honest when that's happened to me one of my friends she used to do that all the time like oh hey since uh i did this for you like do you mind helping me out with that and she didn't come off rude with it or anything like that but the whole way was set up i just had to let her know i'm like hey just to just for next time you can just ask the favor instead of having to bring that up you know I feel like that's that's just kind of a waste I I really don't I don't receive that kind of statement well good and then once you just clarify that let them know it's still love you can you just move on a little bit better you know move a little differently so Mm -hmm. now people really don't talk to me like that anymore but people who don't know me and start off that way you just got to check them real quick yeah And it can be soft, like I said. Doesn't have to be rude. That was some really good advice, girl. Sharing your communication is caring. Sharing the way you want to be talked to is the best kind of caring that you can do for yourself, baby. I think the moral of our story is sharing caring. Yes, but when you have boundaries and clear communication on how much you share and whether or not that's going to be reciprocated for you in a way that you want. Yes. Mm -hmm. Do you have any final thoughts? I just want to say sharing is caring, but (laughs) sharing is not always caring. Sometimes your sharing is just like a way to overextend yourself. Yes, and sometimes you really got to look inward and be like, Am I doing this because there's something within me that I need to heal and learn from as a lesson? Mm. Because that is the answer sometimes. Mm. And I've even had to find that answer sometimes. Internal work. That's what we're doing this year. We're working on ourselves. With that being said, Mm -hmm. thank you so much for tuning in. Thanks for watching, listening. It's always a pleasure, Thought Oasis gang. It's always a pleasure. Always a pleasure. Follow us on Instagram at Thought Oasis Podcast, Thought mm-hmm. Oasis Podcast, and share this. Send it to your mom. Send it to your grandma. Send it to your friends. Send, send it, it to your to significant everybody. other. Send it to your yoga instructor. Share because we share. have a lot of things we want to say. What about you? Sharing this podcast for us is caring. Okay, so show your love. And on that note, we're going to...